late night cipher with Tank and Smitty. How is everyone doing today? I say once again, late night cipher with Tank and Smitty, episode twenty-eight. How is everyone doing today? The the first of the month. Wake up! Wake, <laughs> wake up! up. Wake, up. <laughs> wake up! Wake up! It's the first. So here we are, May episode twenty-eight. We're moving along, brother. Uh, yeah, how are you man. doing? Doing good. It's it's hard to believe it's May already, man. The time is going by fucking fast, like super fast. It's really like it's kind of crazy, man. And we're on what is it, episode twenty eight now? Yep. It's crazy. Half a yeah, year. Half a year, man. Half a year. We're, yeah, we're there. More than half it. year. Hopefully, uh, we'll be doing this, and we can do a thousand episodes. But by then, hopefully, we'll have some sponsors and shit, and people that can like broadcast shit for us so then we could just do the show <laughs> and not have to worry about it just focus on the content shit. yeah exactly absolutely so yeah. but yeah how, how was your week man i was good uh over the weekend uh carolina went to vegas for bachelorette party and i had the house to myself just me and the little one you know we were just hanging out and eating junk food and uh he was drinking milk <laughs> chilling uh playing video games we played quite a bit uh right. but uh yeah it was good and i just got done working out uh did a few rounds boxing and had uh some kickboxing and then i had uh did a little workout with the uh battle ropes that i just bought so i'm feeling pretty good man feeling pretty yeah, good the, the battle the battle ropes are awesome uh speaking of battling um i am taking a month off of drinking after tonight uh so for the whole month of may i won't be drinking any alcohol uh for two reasons one just to challenge myself and two because i've been drinking entirely too much <laughs> you, go, you go you go out with your friends you hang out and you do the podcast and you're doing this and you're going to a ball game and all of a sudden you're like oh man i'm drinking too much here you gotta slow it down and so, uh, yes, the green scene will definitely still be in effect, as always. But no, I, for the whole month of May, I'm not drinking. I've also, uh, the last couple months, like I'd say like the last eight weeks, I've been working out pretty good, uh, watching what I eat coming off that terrible winter where you just eat such like big, heavy meals and you're drinking booze and you're drinking eggnog and you're hanging out with the family and stuff. And so... Um, now that that's been out of the way for a little bit of time, now it's it's time to cool off with that so I can get to my next tier uh, of what I want to look like for the summer. Um, get so, that summer body. Well, for me, it's never like a summer body. It's just more like a summer comfortableness. Like, I just want to <laughs> be comfortable, you know, and enjoy myself and not be like, oh, look at this fat piece of shit walking around here. Like, you just want to, you want with yourself you know when you're lifting and, and you're dieting and stuff and so that's where i'm at with it pretty much but uh yeah other than that um everything's everything's pretty good on my end too here in new york uh the weather is picking up for anyone that lives in the northeast we've been getting hit with cold pretty much the whole time which i don't mind i like cold. yo did you already did you start the game already because i'm not in it yeah i started the game I'm oh i don't even it. see your name oh i don't know oh man i thought you were in it See, this is why nah. I was saying I think I didn't see you or not. So I'll leave this match here. And, yeah, I just uh, send you an invite. All right, well, I'll Weird. just invite you because I don't want to leave this screen here. Um, so I'll invite you once I get back here. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that works. 
venture into uh, uncharted territory. So, yeah, we got a bunch of different stuff we want to talk to you guys about uh, tonight. Um, we got some real hot topics. Um, and a late one, too, with Kanye West, just because I saw it and I was like, I really got to talk about this. This guy's ridiculous. Uh, but the first, yeah, so I guess we'll just leave with that. The first thing I want to talk about is uh, Kanye did an interview with TMZ. Um, and he was talking about how, oh, he said, he said, slaves, he goes, they've been enslaved for 400 years. He goes, that sounds like a choice to me. <laughs> and it was like, wow, dude, I can't believe it. And if people don't know the background behind it, uh, Kanye West is a Trump supporter. Uh, it seems pretty heavily. Um, and he, you know, we're used to Kanye going off the, the charts here and saying a bunch of weird stuff, but it just really, it really bothered me. Like some of the things that like he was saying, I'm restarting this cause it's not fucking let me join. Yeah. I don't, so I don't keep see going. you on the screen. Keep yet. going. Um, yes. Yeah. So he did an interview with TMZ and, and basically they were asking him a bunch of different questions because there's been this wave of, um, and I've seen it from both black and white people where there's this wave that people feel that talking about slavery in terms of any type of connection um, to what's going on in today's day is, is like ridiculous. And trust me, I get, I get a piece of it. I understand a piece of it because, you know, you, it was, it was something was 400 years ago that the direct correlation to how it works in your life today, I would say probably not so much. But because of what those things were, particularly as far as advancing as a race, um, as far as being able to to progress and have laws work in your favor, that is something that is still going on today and and didn't go on to like the 1960s, uh, pretty much. And that was just with the law. That was just, that just wasn't socially as well. So if you want to talk about slavery, you could talk about slavery in multiple ways, um, both physically, mentally. Um, and, and, and it's really hard for someone that you see that's an African-American and someone that has powerful influence telling the world and telling all his fans that like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It absolutely does matter. And there was a guy on TMZ, a black man that stood up and he talked about it and he was saying how, you know, um, I'm really disappointed and like, I'm appalled that you would say something like this because, he was like, well, you, Kanye, you know, you get to create music and get to create art and don't. And he even said it. You worked hard for that. The, the rest of us here has to still live under scrutiny, misconceptions and, and things like that and marginalization. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's a true thing, man, because people don't realize that. Like, it, I think that people should really stop, in a sense, bringing up slavery to define like how it affects you in today's age without bringing up all of the other things that encompass it to, to give it some kind of weight. But still, there's so many things that you can look up online that'll tell you like how housing was sectioned out, why projects were created, you know, how jobs and, and were, be, were able to be attained. Like, I mean, the way the divide was, we it's just a short period away. Like there's still people who were alive during that time that are alive today. And some of those people make decisions. Some of those people own businesses. So there is a trickle down effect from something that serious, especially when it makes a lot of progress. 
because when it makes a lot of progress, you still have a lot of people that are still have different views and not everyone is just, you know, happy with what goes on. And some people, and, and then there's different tiers of racism where you have people that are like, I absolutely hate black people. I don't even want to look at them to the point where it's like, well, I don't want a black person dating my daughter. You know what I mean? Mm. So there, there's different levels of racism. Like, oh, I don't care if he wants to work somewhere and work his way up. Well, good for him. That's great. But it's like, would you, you know, what if a black man was in your home? And then someone would say, no, I don't really want that. I'm not going to have that. And I've seen that with my own eyes and I've experienced that with my own eyes where people can have black friends who are white, but then and then come down to those types of things where like, I don't want them in my house or I don't want them you know, uh, in my family or anything like that, regardless of who the individual is. And these are trickle down effects from generations past. And we're getting better because our kids are growing up with less and less and less of that. But I think to make an ignorant statement as a person who has an absolute influence on social media and social issues with younger people to go about that and say that in such a blunt blanket statement manner is not a very good way of, of, of informing or having discussion or anything like, and, yeah. and I think that reporter made like a, a very, he said a very good word because words are, are very important when they're making that. He said marginalization because it's so true because there is a very big marginalization when it comes to people of color, uh, it, it, you know, and, in, and it's different from area to area which is what people don't discuss too, because some people might say, well, I live in a city where I don't, I don't think that any, any, I'm the same as he is. And I work just as hard as he does. And I don't see what the issue is because you've never had to live under those types of rules that are set. Those, those pre, the, like those preordained rules that you, you come into to earth with where it's like, when you're not a person of color, you're looked at completely differently than your contemporaries that are around you. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. Well, I, I think I think uh, a couple things I want to say. So, um, I, you know, grew up in a lot of different places, and I was, you know, I was born in New York, lived in Pennsylvania. There was like zero black kids in Pennsylvania, none. And in when I moved to Ohio, there was one black kid that I can remember. And right. uh, I talked about this before on a podcast, and he like got picked on by everybody because he was black, you know. Yeah. Then then. You go down to Florida, <laughs> and there was a lot of racism in Florida. You know, everyone can oh, say yeah. what they want, but there was a lot of it. Now, I live in California, and it's interesting to see the people that, like, grew up here. They don't have a grasp on the, some of the stuff I witnessed when I was in Florida or in, in Ohio. You know, and it's like uh, sometimes th- this stuff is relative to where you grew up or where you live. And, um, you know, where if, if you're not – if you don't see it, it doesn't mean it's not happening, right? That's what I'm number one. But it, it's, right. it's crazy that people don't think that stuff still goes on, right? Now, I, for sure, it's, it, it is getting better. Um, I, I really think it's getting better. But that being said, uh, for Kanye to say that is, I think it's stupid. And it's easy for him. Okay. It's easy to sit here today now knowing what has happened. And what has changed about slavery, right? It's easy to look back at people 400 years ago or, or with the slavery that was going on for 400 years and saying, oh, they lived through it for 400 years through, I don't know what the average age was. What would that be? Like eight, 
generations or something like that. Right. It's it's easy to sit there and say there's no there's no choice because there was there was no choice for them, right? They didn't know. They didn't know right. there was anything different. They didn't know that they could speak up and eventually through a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, hard work and whatever, you know, get, getting laws changed and having other people that are like-minded, having those people band together and, and say they want to abolish slavery, right? It's easy now to say, oh, it was their choice because they stayed there, did nothing about it. But but that's that's stupid, you know? Like, what, you know, are, are people going to look, you know, 400 years in the future and say, oh, those idiots on Earth, we're on Mars now, <laughs> You know, that was a choice to stay there, right? That was right. a choice. You know, because it's all, it, it's like, you can't, you can't say that because it's, everything's relative to when you grow up. You know, you're born into it. You, you don't get a choice, right? You're born into slavery. If, if, you know, you're, you know, somebody, a slave has a child, right? That's going to be a, that's going to be a slave baby eventually. They're born into it. They know nothing different. So fucking idiot. It's a choice. Like, you know, no, nah, yeah. And it's a choice, but it's not, <laughs> you know. And to piggyback on that, because I had a discussion with Laura earlier tonight, where not only are you brought somewhere that you don't know, then once you get there, so let's say like you, you tr- even try to entertain Kanye's views, which are completely ignorant, but let's just say, okay, let's just entertain them for just the sake of entertaining. So you made a choice. So you get sold and then you get there. Then what? When someone has European weapons that you don't have, which are guns, gunpowder, bullets, different things like that, they have not only guards and people willing to fight, but you're walking also into a land that you just being black sets you apart. So it's not like in Europe. Like, for instance, if you were a slave in Europe and you fought back and you escaped, you may but you might be able to kind of like hang around, maybe hide in, in plain view or or, or or like dress up a certain way to try to, you know, find your way out. But you just being black alone and just knowing that anyone who's black is not welcome to be free makes it nearly impossible for you to travel and to move anywhere. And, and like that's where people don't really use their brains when they say dumb things like this. It's like, you can't just get up and go. So like in Europe, you have even a, a when it comes to slavery, let's say, but, but not in America. Like if you came here and you were black, where were you going to go in the daytime to move around, to, to hop on a train or a ferry yeah. or, or something at that period of time that was, that was active to try to get out. And that's why they had the underground railroads. And that's why they moved at nighttime because it was nearly impossible to move because if you were a black person and you weren't accompanied by a slave owner or someone who worked for a slave owner, who was usually white. You just were not moving around. Like you just weren't able to move around. So you not only are you from a foreign land, you don't speak the same language and, and then you don't look the same. You can't blend you in. And you can't blend in. So where is the choice for you to be able to just leave? And they did make a choice. They made a choice, some of them, by fighting back, by escaping, by doing different things. And then by doing that, and and this is something that like Martin Luther King wind up like going into later on as it goes on, by showing people like your heart, like being yourself, like like you even racists are people and they have hearts 
and they see stuff that happens like that and then things start to change when when you know when you don't fight back and when you when you're trying to fight for your rights like you know using your brain using your words and like, that type of stuff is the choices that black people had and they use them because yeah. if they didn't use them in in help with white people as well fighting for those causes you don't change minds and you don't change hearts and things just stay the same so to just say that like Oh, well, it sounds like they just didn't fight back. Well, they did fight back. So what are you talking about? What we're talking about in this day and age when it comes to slavery is people using stereotypes and how they grew up to pinpoint and target African-Americans. When you see it's a clear thing, like, for instance, you know, African-Americans get arrested on marijuana charges at triple the rate that white people do, even though studies have shown that there's an almost an equal usage between the races using marijuana. And why? Because you have uh, police officers in lower income neighborhoods that are mostly black stalking these people for these types of charges where when they see white people, they're not asking the same questions. Why? Benefit of the doubt. Maybe they live in a nicer neighborhood. Maybe they drive a nicer car, but they're not looking at some of the telltale signs of someone that would use marijuana to be able to bust those people. So you have a whole mm-hmm. bunch of people that are using the same type of drug, but you have one race that isn't. And people want to know why that's happening. People want to know why people are being shot. People know why people don't get jobs when other people's when other people don't. And these are the type of questions that 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 want answers. So, and it all goes back to slavery because slavery is the root problem. So we're not saying that, yeah, because someone went on a boat is the reason why I didn't get a job. But at the same time, we want to know why people think that way. Why need the job because I'm black, and why because so many years have gone by is this still happening? And uh-huh. why can't people fight and protest and discuss and talk about these things? without people rolling their eyes and just saying, oh, well, he's using the race card. It's like, because these things really do happen all across America. And so it's like, so for people to be like, oh, like to me, for me to roll their eyes, roll my eyes, it really has to be something that it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. But that shit really does happen. And don't get me wrong. I hate the race card being used, like when it's not used properly, because there's a time to use it and there's, there's a time not to use it. Um, and when the people, when people use it and misrepresent it, absolutely. I'm against it, but people do that with anything. So don't blame that. Don't like, don't blame like, oh, well people just use the black card. Just blame the fact that people are just going to do that. Anyway, you take any cause, you take any idea and people are going to be like, oh, there's always going to be an outlandish people. that are going to use it for reasons that aren't intended to. And that's right, just right, life. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't make the rest of the cause or the fight or the issue or the discussion any less valid because a few people are, are like outlandish about it. You know what I'm saying? It's the same yeah. issue that I say with this when it comes down to white people. We know that most people, most white people in America are not racist anymore, but there's a large percentage that still are. So when you see those tiki guys walking with their tiki's, their tiki torches, and they're fighting because they are alternative right, which means racist. And, and like we talked about earlier in this podcast today, there's varying, deg- varying degrees of it, you know, from I want to shoot you in plain sight to I just don't want my daughter dating a, dating a black man. There's mm-hmm. different variations of racism, but they all fall into to one same line. Should I look at those people that have those tiki torches and say, well, I guess all white people are racist. People would say that's an absolutely ridiculous statement. Oh, it's a ridiculous statement. But when someone tries to bring up something 
about race, people say, oh, there they go, just using the race card again. The same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's the, yeah, yeah. It's the same exact thing, you know? Yeah, uh, it's it's going to take a long time. Yeah, then you got the people to say, oh, we, we, we were Irish. We were slaves forever. Well, you know, fucking it is what it is, man. You know, it's just going to it's going to take time for it to go away. It's very like, recent. People are so mad. Dude, it's very recent so history. Yeah. It, dude, people are so mad that they're taking down statues of a time that symbolized divide and racism in this country whether it be economic or racially uh, racially divided it doesn't it doesn't matter if oh well they just did it for economic reasons or they just did it because that was the time no it doesn't matter other countries have went to great lengths to to erase history in a sense where they're not giving praise they still have history books they still have documentaries. They still have all these different things. So you're not erasing history. You're just not giving homage and praise to a time that just didn't deserve it. And by destroying a statue, it symbolizes, hey, we're not going to deal with this. It's not like these statues are made by, like, Leonardo da Vinci or some shit. It's a brass statue of a piece of shit that fought for a time and for a cause that divided this nation. Not to mention, not to mention that it is – it is the number two flag because they lost to the American flag. And so for all these people that are gung ho about America, when you're representing the Confederate flag, you're representing a you know, foreign flag at this point. You know what I heard too though? Flag. One of the, I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, like six flags, the theme park. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. one of those flags is the Confederate flag. Is it really? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We got to double check. We got to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure um, that's the case, man. But people are people are fighting against that, but they can yeah. give two shits about the actual issues that people are dealing with to to, to get over the hump. You know, how about it, how it about could if be we like fix these issues? People will how about if we fix these issues and stop living up to these ridiculous expectations and, and different things that our ancestors did do and we just did accept people for who they are and gave people fair chances and didn't kill people unnecessarily and just feel like they had to do it because oh well i was in this neighborhood or that neighborhood instead of using your brain then how about we wouldn't have so many people speaking up anymore but the fact is it still happens and we still see it now we have video coverage we didn't have video coverage in the past now we have video coverage we have audio we have all these documents we have all this internet stuff to back up what's going on in this country and it's yeah. and, and and don't get me wrong. Obviously, there's change, or I wouldn't be having this podcast with you. So just because we have a little change, it's time to pack up and go home now, and just forget everything, or just say, oh, whatever happens here on out, at least you guys are free. At least you guys are able to go to the same movie theater that I'm able to go to. So I guess uh, you really don't have a say. I mean, come on, what's the big deal that you know you get killed for smoking marijuana or you get incarcerated more than anybody else? You know, just because you do the same things, just because you look a certain way, you know, or you can't get a job or buy a house in a certain neighborhood because someone doesn't want to sell to you. You know, like, forget about any of those types of things. Or, you know, how about you like a a girl or a guy and and they're a great person and and they could be someone that can change your life. But you have family and parents who look down upon you just because this person's of a different race, even though they treat your your daughter, your son like a king or a queen. How about we stop thinking like that and worry about those types of things? Hold on, hold on. There's people up there. Yeah. Awesome. Not yeah. worrying of not worrying about like because people actually have an issue. Like like fix the things that are going on. Don't like don't get mad at people for that. You know what I mean? And like I yeah. said, if, if it's not justified, I don't agree with just bringing up race. 
just because, you know, oh, well, I'm black, so this is this and this. Like, I don't like that. I've seen that before, and that gets called out pretty quickly. But when someone has an intelligent thought about an issue, just don't roll your eyes because you don't understand that shit's actually really going on. But you don't have you're rolling your eyes because you've never had to go through something like that. You know, I tell people all the time until it happens to you, you know, people say a lot of stuff until until your family member catches cancer, until your family member gets arrested, is incarcerated for something they didn't do. And then all of a sudden you're out there with the picket sign. You're out there fighting with everybody else. It, it, you know, it's all about life experience. And if you haven't gone through something, it's hard for someone to really speak about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit's so wild. It, it, and, it, and most of my fe- my friends and family are white. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it, I'm not even coming from a side that's like, oh, he's just a black man just talking. It's not even like that. I've had a lot of racism given to me by black people as well because I'm white, because I'm light-skinned. There's black people that are racist against light-skinned people because they're like, oh, he's so pretty. He's this and that. And I am pretty. My caramel skins are gorgeous right now. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but I'm just Where are you saying, going? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, but, but I'm just saying, like, don't hate on me because I have a little white in me because I'm, I'm going through the same things that you're going through. Like, it's like black people think that that makes people they don't go through the same things oh because you're light-skinned that's not true man i can't believe i I can't tell you how many stories oh people have called me out of my face or not accepting me just for being black and and even though i do have white me they could care less if you're black whatsoever to someone that's racist or doesn't like black people you're just black it doesn't matter if it's 10 percent or 100 percent. you're black it's in you and they don't want any part of it. They don't want their family mixing with it. They don't want to deal with people of it. They don't want to deal with the issues that you might go through. So that's something that people, that's something that Kanye needs to keep in mind when he opens his mouth, because he will never be a normal person ever again. So for the first 20 years of his life, he was a black man growing up in America. And now he's a rich black man growing up in America. And when he speaks up, he needs to, to realize what he's saying, because like that reporter said, there's real life situations going on that he's not dealing with every day because he lives in a bubble as a celebrity, like most celebrities do. And they need to understand that just like our politicians who've also live in a bubble where we go through things and they don't understand, but we're trying to do the best for you. No, you're not. You're trying to do the best for your party and for your people. And we're trying to do the best for us. And there's nothing in between the same thing with those celebrities as well. And I think he got called out on it. And I'd like to see the whole interview all the way through because it looks like he started walking towards the dude. I wouldn't say kind of aggressively, but he was like walking towards him. But he made like a very good point. And I, not even Donald Trump has said something that wild. And here's another thing that bothers me. Let's go this way. We're going to get sniped. Yeah. <clears throat> if, if Donald Trump was to say something like the way Kanye say, said today, even being a black man, he would get roasted for it, right? But yeah. no, no one cares about what Kanye says, you know, just like, oh, that's just Kanye. It's like we can't let these people who are millionaires, who are influencing our children, who are influencing us, who we put time and effort and money into to promote and buy their stuff. Our, our uh, kids want the Yeezys and they want all his new stuff and they want all his records. We can't let these dudes just say whatever they want and not be held accountable for it, but then blow up Donald Trump when he says something kind of vague or does something kind of vague. No, these guys have influence too. They make tons of money. They have tons of influence, especially with the young culture. And we can't just let a guy get away with 
that's so ignorant and not roasting them for it. You know what I mean? It's not fair yeah. and I don't like it. And I think if a white person said that, and I'm being true about this, if I think if a white rapper or a white celebrity said what Kanye just said, he would be fucking killed in the media right now. He would be getting destroyed as we speak. But because Kanye's black, because he can use he that, gets a pass. He can use that card psychologically. So when he talks about, oh, it's been four hundred years and you're just making excuses, just realize the the reason you're black in America is the reason why you can say that and not fucking get roasted. Fucking facts. Straight up. That's straight up. So even when he's saying that ridiculous nonsense, he's still using a fucking card in a sense. Because if it was a white person saying that in this country, that would not even fucking fly. So he's so ignorant, so ignorant on so many different levels. And he needs to be called out by white people, by black people, by Republicans, by Democrats. And we need to stop supporting this fool and stop calling him a genius just because he calls himself a fucking genius. I'm over it, man. I'm fucking over it. He's over it. This guy's over here. Oh, shit. I'm getting shot out from all directions. Turn up this way, son. Get in the circle. Get over here, bro. Nah, man. It's not even in the circle. Get out of there. Let's get I don't care, here. man. I'm in fucking war with this guy. You get into war with him. I'll hold it down right quick around the center. I'm not even trying to fight like that. So I need cover fire. To us, cover fire? Let's get out of cover here, Cover me, man. bro. All right. Come on. Keep running this way, then. I got you. Keep co- for people listening on our anchor right now. We're Yo, come on, I got you. Keep running. I'm gonna get stuck. Keep running. You're gonna get stuck. Oh shit! Yeah, I am gonna get stuck. All right, we got to do this. We got to fight this guy, bro. All right, so let's fight him then. Let's do it. Oh, he's right around this tree. Fuck. Oh, hey, we got it's top five. We got. We always do top five. I hate it. Yeah, top five. Fucking Kanye, tat- man. We should get it's Kanye's should get fault. We should get that tattooed on our foreheads. Top five. Top five. Yeah. <laughs> top five. Top five. Because that's what happens. No but yeah, so we started getting heated, right? Ignorant man. Um, Ignorant. I wouldn't even look at what do we got here for comments, man. I got some people commenting. Oh yeah, so we we had um we have Deborah. She's saying good evening, gentlemen. Um, and then we have James. James said, uh, James Smith Fitness, by the way, subscribe to James Smith Fitness on YouTube, please. Uh, and yes, the Confederate flag uh, is a six flag. So um, it is a six flag, but is that the six flags? Flag? It's one of the six flags flag. <laughs> yeah. Is it one of the six It's not flag the six flag. flags flag. It's a six flag flag. It's one of the six flag flags. Is it one of the six flags 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 six flags flags? So you know, know yeah, you know how it goes. Um, But another thing that we wanted to talk about too was um, Scotland becomes the first country to enforce a minimum alcohol price, and the reason why this is big is because uh, people, at least in the northeast, um, would understand this a little bit more um, because in the northeast to buy a pack of cigarettes. It's like 15, 16. Um, so it's absolutely down. What are you doing in there? Uh, <laughs> um, Who? You. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is you whistling? Are you blowing the ball around? Um, but yeah, uh, so um, yeah, it would be like buying a pack of cigarettes where in the Northeast up here, it's like 15, 16, 17, 18 bucks to buy a pack of cigarettes. Where in the South, let's say it's, you know, maybe. 
three to six bucks um, because they wanted to create a healthier place uh, for people to live in, especially in such a congested city. But Scotland has put a, I guess, a stamp on like wanting to help people not. And let's be honest here. Obviously, this comes down to taxes. This comes down to money like anything else. And so they, you know, if they're like, we're going to help people out because this is what we're going to do. We're going to charge you so much to go get your drug of choice, which would be alcohol because they consider alcohol a drug. So your drug of choice, we're going to just jack the prices up. Now, it'll price some people out, but it'll do other things. Humans are very creative here, folks. And so just don't think people are going to start making their own booze. They're gonna oh, you're going to get that, that bootleg shit. The, yeah. It's going to be like speakeasies all over again. Yeah, it, people do that. And, and honestly, they say that, you know, it'll help people. They'll help save a bunch of people. Maybe they will. You know, it's possibly that they'll price people out. Because what they're saying is that, like, something comparable, they, they wrote it down. So I'm going to read this right off this article that I have. So then that way people get it straight from the source. So it says the Scottish government said the previously low prices of alcohol were unacceptable as people in Scotland could exceed alcohol limit guidelines of 14 units per week for just $3.50 with certain cheap yet strong alcoholic drinks. Um, something comparable in America would be, um, what's that? Cheap, uh, Four loco. Like four loco. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so yep. pe- so like people are getting like fucked up on this cheap booze, um, and you know it's it's killing a lot of people. It's like it's hurting a lot of people, and so they wanted to do something about it. Um, and so the same purchase would now cost at least ten dollars and twenty cents. You're basically tripling the price. That is absolutely wild, dude. To think that right, yeah. You yeah, know, like, I, that's like they paying that, $10 for a can of Budweiser. That is disgusting. Fucking people do that all the time when they go to fucking uh, sporting events. That's you know? true. That's true. Yeah. Yes, because it's like, it, and, you know, it's like for, it, for a 24-ounce ounce can of Coors Light or Modelo that you might get for three or four bucks or something like that at a grocery store a deli or a corner store or something like that you're gonna pay 14 uh 15 bucks at a at a gaming event for that you know yeah and you pay it yeah it's it's crazy but it's crazy though like to think that you know because like will that happen to marijuana because like i mean first it has to get legalized and have that wave so we i really think that as americans we're gonna live through a golden age with marijuana where we're, you know, we're going to be able to get it anywhere and however we want to get it. And obviously the normal people like me and you and the, probably the, the people listening to this show are going to use it responsibly and use it the right way and have fun with it, relieve pain, relieve stress, and just enjoy their lives as intended without all the negative consequences of other drugs that help you accomplish these things. And then you're going to be able to grow it and do all these things. And then there's going to be a come a time where they're going to start to regulate it. You're going to see more negative press because the more people that it's available to legally, the more people are going to try it. And not everyone could do everything like everyone else. Like you remember like in school where 
you had, um, you know, there'd be a class of 30 kids when you were in like fourth or fifth grade or third grade or whatever it is, be 30 kids in the class and everybody else is fine. But there's always that, there's always that one or two like ridiculous, crazy kids that would just everybody. That's how life is. Like, don't people realize that? Like, as we get older, like Mm -hmm. we don't grow up, we just get older that's and and we have life experiences that change our level of depthness and how we approach situations. But for the most part, we're the same people with different experiences as like as we get older. And it's the same thing. Most of the people in the world, you know what they do? They follow the laws. They follow the rules. They're pretty good people. They're not, you know, they they may not be the best people in the world, but you know what? They're not They'll murdering jump. and killing people. They're not doing anything like that. But you always have those exceptions to the rule, and it's the same thing that's going to happen with marijuana. So I think we're going to go through a golden age just in the next five to ten years, where like it's going to get legalized in most places. They're gonna they're gonna love all the scientific benefits that and medically that comes into play, and then uh-huh. then there's going to be some idiots that get out of control, and then they're going to have to bring it back because that's how we are as humans. It goes in waves, uh, waves of freeness. Um, ways of uh-huh. being liberal, and then there's ways of being conservative, ways of being Republican. And so there's always going to be that constant fight back. So it's going to happen. And one of the things they're going to do is they're going to make weed legal, and you're going to be able to buy it in stores like alcohol. But what they're going to do is they're going to charge you a pretty penny. So you get an eighth for 50 bucks. You get a half eighth for 25. You have a 20 <laughs> nug that you're able to get. get. In, in some places, they do dimes and nickels, but that's more of like the street-level stuff. But if you're actually smoking like really good marijuana, you're mostly doing eighths to half eighths of different things and, and beyond quarters and all that type of stuff. And so let's say an eighth costs 50 bucks, which are mostly anywhere in America. You can get an eighth for $50 drop down right now. They're coming. It's going to be, Sorry. it's going to, no, it's fine. It's going to be literally probably 80 bucks or it's going to be a hundred bucks for an eighth of marijuana and people will do it, man. They'll just conserve. They'll smoke in a different way. So we got to be very careful when you start to see things like this because um, – and all of a sudden, it could come here too, and it makes a lot of sense. America is a huge consumer of alcohol. The only other thing is that they're going to throw a lot of money at it. So the people that have money invested in America and alcohol, they'll throw a lot of money at this. Like they throw a lot of money at knocking down marijuana and keeping the laws the way they are because they know mm-hmm. once marijuana gets legalized, alcohol sells get um affected as well so it's not just you know the laws that change it's not just the medical things that change money changes too and that's why a lot of these things haven't been installed already is because there's a lot of fight back from prison unions from food unions from law enforcement unions from you know what i'm saying like from yeah. uh, from corporations who who stand to to feel a negative effect from marijuana being implemented in this country so those types of people will fight back against a law like this but it's very interesting and especially like Scotland, Ireland, like that type of area, like for them to do those are heavy, like this, heavy drinking places, man. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's yeah. like just, you know, you know, because it's another thing, like when it comes down to like, let's say Italians, Italians, like a lot of people are like when they think of like um, Italians, they think of like two different Italians. They think of like the mobster movies like they watched growing up, like that type of Italian. And then you got like the Vinny at the club, Jersey Shore Italian but then there's like a lot of hardworking Italians that 
that like do a lot of different things, you know? And so yeah. they don't associate with those people, but like they get lumped in with like those people, just like a lot of people look at black people and they think they're rappers and basketball players and just that, you know, but there's like a lot of black people that are lawyers and doctors and, and artists and bums and alcoholics and crackheads, just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I think that stigma does like, uh, like, cause what do you know about like the Irish and the Scottish, they like to drink, they like to fight. You know what I mean? Like those are, <laughs> yeah. those are like the yeah. two biggest things. And I think that that's good that they're trying to like erase some of those stereotypes in a way too. And by being the first place to step up, change some things around here and it doesn't help you either. Cause alcohol is awful for you. So maybe we could change the way we look at alcohol, you know, like, um, and maybe instead of pounding drinks, like we often do when we're young, a young age, maybe we treat it with a little bit more respect and like, you know, we don't push the limit as much as we do um, now that we know more, you know, science and information changes things. And as we move on as a society, we look at these different things and, and we need to use this information. Like, I mean, we have all this information at our fingertips yet. We barely use it compared to people that would have used it back in the day. Like if you take someone from like 1770 something who has, you know, a good head on their shoulders and you're like, Look out. Check, they're coming. Okay. Check out this thing called the internet. I guarantee, I guarantee, I'm coming up here. Where's he at? I guarantee they're building up there. I guarantee you those people would love to have the internet, man, and be able to use that information. But we take it for granted and we don't really see it for what it is, you know? I'm about to get shot down. I am shot down. Fight him, Thomas. Fight him. As you can see, we're on here on YouTube watching Thomas fight it out. He's getting double teamed right now. Let's see if he can pull it off. Get him, Thomas. Get him. Get him, Thomas. Uh, oh, you tried though. You tried these. I was trying to hit him with those bombs. Yeah. So for the people Shit. that are listening to this on Anchor app tomorrow, you're not going to be able to see it, but you can if you go into Practice Space Films. Um, so YouTube.com/slash/Practice Space Films, you can watch what we're talking about right now. Um, some people suggested like maybe we should do the podcast where um, like we split it up into two different things. Like we do the video game podcast, and then we do separately on a whole nother day just do this podcast even if we did different topics so you guys let us know too like what you want to hear like do you think it would be yeah better? that might not be a bad idea you know like do you think like it would be better for us to tuesday night video game podcast and then do like another day where we do a podcast even if it's different topics you know so we don't get interrupted because i know for the people that listen on the podcast all those little breaks that we have and different things they don't get to see that and so they might lose interest so i just want to know from you guys yeah, yeah. like they're what, like what like, the hell is going on yeah, why is he breathing so heavy yeah like why is there <laughs> silence for like 10 seconds but like you guys are watching us as we're doing it so like it's okay to do that you know so it's not a big deal which is why i wanted to get the cameras on eventually too which we're going to do on twitch and stuff once we get a little bit more of a following we can move over to twitch get some cameras on us get a whole setup what have you um but yeah like that's i just thought it was very interesting when I saw that article, because like, it's like the first of its kind, you know, like they did it with cigarettes here up in the Northeast, but um, with alcohol, it really is the, the first of its kind because like over 23,000 23, people were admitted to hospitals for alcohol related causes, mm -hmm. um, I guess in Scotland or whatever. And so like it's 22 deaths every week are linked to drinking, um, which is a lot. That's a lot of people. 22 deaths every week. Like I don't care where you're but at. But you know? like you said before, though, like, are they going to 
are they going to turn to something else? Like, you know, fucking, are they going to be huffing like paint and shit to get drunk? You know what I'm, you know, like, to yeah. Get high well, I don't know the on laws. The cheap? Like we talked about this yeah. before. We don't, we don't know um, the laws there as far as like marijuana and like opioids and, and psychedelics and different things for people to be able to do that. But we do know like marijuana in Colorado has changed, you know, like there's less DUIs or less violent crimes since those laws have been instated. And so um, who knows, you know, maybe it could be a transition here and maybe we treat alcohol how we treat marijuana now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like because alcohol, like really like with a healthy respect. Yeah. You know, you know, like how we treat marijuana where it's kind of demonized. I think alcohol should be demonized a little bit more than than marijuana should. So maybe maybe we should we could flip, you know, because it could change. Like as new information comes out, we could clearly see how alcohol damages your liver it um it ruins like there's people's personalities. People drink, they change into different people. It ruins family lives. It ruins friendships. It ruins um you know businesses. I mean, there's that, that guy, that DJ who's like highly yeah. respected, awesome DJ, passed away, alcoholic. I mean, it, you don't see that happening for marijuana. So like, why is marijuana a Schedule One drug and and alcohol's not? You know, so like as this information comes out, like. Dude, we need to challenge these things, man. Like people were, oh, you're you're a hippie, whatever. No, fuck you, man. I'm not a fucking hippie. I'm looking at information, is what I'm looking at. And what the information is telling me is that one thing here that's legal and is commercialized and, and is spread out through every sporting event and stadium and and, and everything you, you know, movie theater and every place you can go, and that's considered the, the the life and the truth, and that's okay, and that's our history and that's our culture. But then, but it kills people. <laughs> it hurts people. And you know what? It, you know what alcohol does for alcohol does for me, man. Like it makes it makes the the time you're dealing with it like fun. But man, I feel like dog shit the next day, and right. especially because I'm older, and I it kills my motivation, man. I have zero motivation to work out right. or do anything if I'm hungover, you know, or even a couple days after. I drink. I just, I don't want to do shit. I just want to sit around and do nothing. Yeah, it kills your so, body. We'll, you're, and poisoning we'll, your, yeah. you're poisoning your body, man. And like that. Just, and we'll see what happens, you know, this this month because it, we'll, it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, we'll check in. Hey, man, it's the first week after not drinking. How do you feel? You know, it'll be interesting to see, to see what happens. Yeah, no. I'm, interesting we're talking about that tonight. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm very interested. And something else I'm very interested in, too, is North Korea is stunning the world right now. For people who are not keeping up with it, North Korea and South Korea has been at war since the 50s. Um, they haven't seen eye to eye. If, uh, if you haven't watched the news, there's people that try to escape North Korea. It's an absolutely ridiculous place. I mean, it's a throwback to, like, an old regime. I mean, they don't have the Internet. They don't have, like regular basic things that like people use to communicate like they really live like uh like decades behind everybody else as far as like being able to get food and meanwhile they have this king kim jong-un who's like sitting at the throne and he gets whatever he wants well this guy all of a sudden changes his tune and he's like i want to uh stop our war i want to cut down the borders like out of nowhere and this comes right after the sanctions that president trump put in um and the South Korean president is talking that Donald Trump was instrumental in this. And he, and he actually came out and said that Donald Trump should get a, um, a peace prize. The Nobel Peace, Nobel prize, peace yeah. prize for his efforts. And now, like, if, like, I'm not a huge Donald Trump fan. I'm really not. I'm the type of guy praise when you do a good job. Like when Donald Trump became president within the first uh, 
you know, a few months, a year, or whatever it was. Yeah, somebody right there. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple things that he did that I really liked, and I gave him praise for. And there's a lot of things that he sucks at, and I I talked about Run. that too, you know. And and that's the type of person I'm going to be when it comes to uh, judging presidents. But if he really did have an instrumental part in doing this, this is huge, man. Like, we haven't seen something like this since the Berlin Wall collapsing in Germany, which united Germans from West and East Germany. Like, it's pretty dude, crazy. Dude, like, that is a huge thing. Like, I can't stress how much this is, like, a huge issue. Like, if this happened uh, 30, 40 years ago, if this happened 34 years ago, this would be on the cover of every magazine and newspaper and talk radio show for weeks at a time, because it is that big, but we live in an information age where we're getting so much media, everything from entertainment to actual news that we really just don't look at things the same way, but to have North and South Korea uniting, I mean, Kim Jong-un went to South Korea. They planted a tree together on the border, they crossed the border for the first time in like 60 years or something. A president has crossed their border or whatever, however long it's been, maybe even longer than that. And mm-hmm. it's just an amazing thing, man. And if he had any part of that, and we'll know more as it unfolds, he definitely deserves praise. But that is absolutely huge. I will say, I will say on the back end of it, you need to be careful because I talked about this before. To have someone that ruthless when it comes to to human rights issues and world issues to change their tune like that, it's usually something behind the scenes that's motivating them. Now, don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. Everyone can have a come to Jesus moment, right? Everyone could. Maybe there's something that America being the Trump administration said to him, like a lot of his supporters think. Is what happened that he he was like, yo, if you don't if you don't stop fucking around, we'll come after you like we did um, Saddam Hussein and just turn your whole world around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so never, you never know, man. And here's the never thing. Know. If you're Kim Jong-un, you benefit by being the man. Right. Like there's no mm-hmm. like. So maybe you play nice with the Trump presidency because he is stricter on certain laws. And then you just wait because you know how America is. You know that America is very flip-flop because we have a divided nation. And so you know the next president, most likely, even if it's not this election, but definitely by the next election, is most likely going to be a Democratic president. And you might be able to get away with more of your bullshit then than now, right. where you can get dethroned and maybe dragged down the streets of fucking Korea with, with people shoving shit down your asshole, you know, as they hang you from the tree... So maybe, you know, maybe it's like a survival tactic on his point. You know, he sees like or yeah, whatever happened. I want to know what really happened. You you don't change like that, but you'll you'll never know. You'll never know. We'll never. But you'll you'll hear you'll hear, um, you know, the politically correct version of it. Like, oh, he did this or that or he cut off their funding. What's that? Let's hold up here. Um, You know, you'll you'll hear all that, but you'll, you'll never hear the truth. And because nobody really gets the truth, I don't think, unless you're involved. Um, but uh, I'm just interested to see how it's played out in the media. Like, because eventually somebody will say something. Right. It'll be like, this is why, or he'll do a state of address or whatever. 
something's going to happen, and then we'll we'll all find out. We'll see. Maybe we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Maybe you know what? I honestly think it's going to take you know. a long time. We won't actually hear about it for many years. We won't hear about it for – think so? Yeah, like 20 years. We'll be in our 50s, um, and we'll, we'll hear about more details that came out from why things have changed. But it is a, it is a really big thing, but I just say keep your eyes open as America because – yeah, like, you know, absolutely. Like, if, if Trump has something to do with it in his administration, give them praise. Listen, man, we're supposed to be Americans, okay? Well, they're not, yeah. They're not going to give any info out unless it's going to make them look good. Right. Right. You know? but, but I think, I think they'll do it sooner than that. I think it'll be, I, I, all right, I'm going to say, like, within the next month, I think it's going to come out. Because they're, I think they're going to talk about it. The president said it, not Trump. The South, yeah. the South Korean president said Trump was very instrumental in all this change. And he right. is a businessman. And so he does know how to finagle people and he does know how to like kind of be play hardball. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to understand, like a lot of these meetings that go down with some of these world rulers, that's what it really is. It's really business tactics. And this guy mm-hmm. is one of the best. You cannot like Trump. And I don't really care for Trump all that much. But what you cannot deny about Trump is that he definitely was a good businessman. And he's filed for bankruptcy and all these different things, like just like everybody else who owns businesses. But the well, you know what? Knows yeah, how to you, get you, shit done, too, with business. You're going to fail. Exactly. You're going to make mistakes. And, and who cares? You know, you're going to make fucking mistakes. And, and big deal. OK, so we filed for bankruptcy. There's a lot of people that filed for bankruptcy. Doesn't make them bad people. Right. You know, so it mean well, they don't know how to affect the business meeting. You know, like, right. Exactly. That's exactly. A, that's another thing. And so, you know, I, I would I would say, hey, man, we're all Americans here. And so we have to rep that we have to give him praise and say, you know, he, if he says something dumb, dude, burn his ass out, just like any other president, it, like just like anybody else in life. If you do something bad, call him out for it. But if they do some good, give them some credit too, man. Because how are we ever going to learn from any of this? Like, what, yeah. So when the Democratic president comes in, so should all Republicans, when he does something good, be like, oh, well, fuck this guy. He didn't even really do anything. It was everybody else. It was like, we're not going to learn from that. We're just always going to keep ourselves divided. And I think we just have so much to teach the world. I mean, we're, we have a very unique position as Americans too, because not only – are, are we a superpower, but we also socially are a superpower, and we also have access to information that a lot of other places, even in this day and age, do not have access to. And I think that comes with some kind of responsibility. Like, we should actually be using the shit right. You know what I mean? I bet but I think, I think we you know? could also learn from other countries because we're the youngest country. Right, right? exactly. We are. Absolutely. And, and other countries have been through the problems, I'm sure, that we're going through right now. And and they found ways to, to handle it, you know. So we we can other people can learn from us, but we can learn from other people as well, you know. Right. No, I agree, man. No, I agree, yeah. man. I agree, man, a hundred percent. And so, like, I'm I'm just very interested to see how it plays. Oh right shit! Here. No, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, man. Uh, he's gonna fucking see me, dude. Nah, back up. He's not even up there yet. He's not even up at the top. Yeah, get back here. You're good. You're good. All right, let's go this way. Let's get the fuck out of here. But um, with all that being said, we got California trying to split in three. And Tank, you live out in California, so. Um... Yeah, it seems like, um, well, you know, California's pretty, um, it's a big state. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of different things going on in California. Um, you've got up where I just went backpacking up in like Humboldt. It's basically 
you know, basically farmland, really, in, in a way. You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of marijuana being grown up there. And, you know, it, there's wineries and stuff. Not, not so much all the way up that far, but up in Northern California. And then you've got L.A. I mean, it's so, it's so different. And um, I think I read in 2010, this went up for ballot and, and failed, I believe, that they were going to split to North and South. Uh, I almost said North and South Korea. <laughs> North and South Carolina. Damn, I almost said Carolina. Oh, North shit. and South California. What the fuck? But uh, it's just, I think it has to do uh, with the different like economic states of the state and the different political views. Um, Cause you know, it's pretty liberal down in LA and, the, the, and, and in San Fran, I think just congregated in these certain areas. Um, another thing I was thinking though, is, you know, is it a move? Oh my God. Uh. In on us. Is it a move to strengthen like the political power of the state? Because they're, they're talking about, you know, splitting it into three separate States. Well, that means, you know, another four senators basically in the state of California. So is, is it a move to sort of gain political ground and, and make it uh, make liberals have more power? I don't know. Yeah. Or is it, is it strictly economic? Because if you're paying, like they, they're saying, if you're paying tax to live in LA, you shouldn't be paying the same tax somewhere else, you know, like up, up in Humboldt. I mean, it's it, like you're in the woods up there. But in L.A., you know, there's all this money and everything. So right. is it is it fair, you know, in that in that point of view to make everyone pay the same like state income tax, even though they're not in L.A.? Right. I don't I don't think it's fair. I think it should be less. And it's different people, too, man. Like, it's such a huge fucking property when you talk about California being as a whole that like when you look at other states and the way they're broken. I mean, there's like 40 million fucking people in California or whatever. And it's like. It, it, a lot of people like what like if it, they're different people you know so it's like you know north, north california and south Car- uh, california are completely different places for different reasons and it's like i think it almost needs to be broken up in a sense because it it doesn't really encompass the whole of california and i think that's maybe why you may have some issues too is because it's not mutually exclusive it's not all the it's not all the same too you know it's like it, it, there's a lot of different things going on. You know what I mean? So it's like, exactly. If it's broken up, you might have more, uh, you may be able to decipher more like what each different territory or city or state is trying to accomplish just because you like, you know, this is California as a whole, but it's like, no, it's not. It's such a huge property. If you really just broke it up, you would see there's a huge difference between the two. But it affects everything from elections to how money's distributed to, I mean, so much stuff that it, you know what it is, man? Like, I think in day and age, because things are so already in place and everything is so nuanced that people aren't willing to try new things because it just takes a lot of time and effort for people to be able to change. And so it's like, especially in this day and age where everything's set in its way and it's like people aren't utilizing the tools and information that we have in this day and age because it's just like it's just just so easy to just do what we've always done before you know and like yeah you know it's just so much easier to do that than to be like oh now we have to break things up and do this and then there's going to be trials and errors to that but dude that's human history don't give up now don't just say oh we've made it because we haven't made it there's so many other things that we can conquer 
both socially and physically and mentally. And it's like, I, I really think that we just shouldn't give up and just be like, oh, well, it's working. So I guess we just shouldn't change it. No, sometimes yeah. you do need to shake up the norm, even when it's working yeah. for su- sustainable success in the future. You know, um, a, a simple analogy, like I always like to bring things back to sports um, with this, but, you know, you have the Jets and you have the Giants, right? And the draft mm-hmm. just happened and the Jets drafted – the best quarterback that was available on the board, but they didn't think that they were going to be able to draft that quarterback because they thought one of the two teams that were in front of them were going to take him because how can you pass on this guy? And you have the Giants that pick right before the Jets and you have the both the same market. And the Giants think that they are a contender. They think they're, they're, they're a contender and that they could do some things, but they're really not. Really based on any information given to you, you would not think that that would happen. But they're, they're, they're approaching the situation like they have all the cards in their hands. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's not life. Look at what's in front of you. You think everything's golden. You think everything's good to go based on past information. But it's not, it doesn't always work like that. Because new information will tell you that it doesn't work like that. So don't be ignorant to that new information. Don't be ignorant. Change it up. <laughs> switch it up. And do some new things, especially when new information is presented to you. And you'll just yeah. dis- and you'll discover that you can survive in the future, because I really think what like let's say the Giants did. I think it's a very old school approach, and I don't think they're looking at it the right way. And they can set themselves back for the next ten to twenty years. And I honestly think that the Jets can can change their franchise, and 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 things change over time. Things that were once golden could turn to shit, and things that were mm-hmm. shit can be golden within twenty to thirty years. So things change. <clears throat> based on new information that's going on around you at that time. So I really, right. so I really think that, you know, they're looking old school. I think the jets are looking new school. And I think you're going to see a change of guard um, when it comes to those two franchises over the next 20 years. And so um, I think the same thing happens with information and government that we have here. Just don't go with things just because they feel comfortable or used to them challenge the status quo challenge the things that are going on look at the information that's being presented to you both scientifically socially and and say listen we can incorporate this so that we could fit in with what's going on in today's age and be successful not only now but in the future as well because you know what the future comes very quickly you know mm-hmm. two years turns into four years four years turns into eight years 10 years turns into 15 years and then so on and so on. And like, it moves very fast, you know? And so you have to be able to willing to be able to change with the times, dude, you know? Gotta, you gotta, there's people everywhere building, man. We got to just kind of hang tight here, but we're going to have to move though. Oh yeah. No, we could definitely move for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, but we're, we're, st- we're kind of stuck. There's tower to the left, tower to the right. Well, listen, we got to fight womp, somebody womp. here. We're at the end of the road. So. Let's just do our thing and, and get that going. But, yeah, hey, for you guys that are out there that are listening right now, we, we want you guys sharing this page, too. I know we got some people I want to just throw them out there. We got Deborah, We got Justin. We got Laura. We got um, we got Carolina. We got, you know, ourselves. Obviously, we're sharing the page. We want to see a little bit more, man. If you guys are listening to us and, you know, I know uh, James Smith Fitness, he's always talking about us. I know he's got family that's sharing our page. And, and doing those types of things. Get out there and share us and get us out there. We want to see more reach. We want to see you guys out there sharing our page. We want to be out there talking to you. Um, we're on in, we're on um, 
We're on iTunes. Um, so you can find us on iTunes, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty on iTunes. And uh, you can also find us on Google Music, Late Night Cypher uh, with Tank and Smitty. So you'll find us there too. So um, you can find us pretty much anywhere. I mean, we're also on Overcast. Um, oh, I know, top three. Um, we're on YouTube. I mean, youtube.com slash practice space film. So if you're listening right now, subscribe to us if you've not already subscribed. If you see us post anything, about the anchor app or itunes share it jump on there and and, and if you guys want to jump on and talk to us be part of this podcast um outside of the youtube but you want to get on the audio version we'll bring you on as a guest let us know if there's things that you want us to talk about if you're like dan tom i really think you guys should talk let us know we'll talk about the issue and we'll get out there and, and we'll have a good time and you know 28 episodes in we're going to keep this going we really appreciate you guys what about now Listen to us. What about that secret of sex group, though? Oh, I forgot about that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. So why don't you start that off? I'm going to disappear for like just a quick second. and then you, you can Wait, is this the that. one we're talking about? The Smallville girl? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that whole group. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 So we found out that uh, I can't remember her name. She was a blonde chick. I think her name was Chloe in Smallville. She was involved in some uh, sex scandal where they tried to uh, – they would ask you for, like, a naked photo for basically blackmail. Like, as a, as a woman's like, you want to be in, in this group? Well, you need to send us a naked photo. So that if she ever went out and talked to anybody about the group and told them what was going on, that they would use that as blackmail and send that out, which is kind of interesting because – why, why would you do that if you're wanting to be in some sex group? I, get, I, I guess if you're in show business, because she did approach, I think, Kelly, Clark's, Kelly Clarkson, and uh, I don't remember who the other per- person yeah, was. Yeah, the girl but, from uh, Harry Potter, Hermione, uh, whatever her name is. Yeah, 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 her. And they asked, um, they asked she tried to get them to recruit in, into this group. And I can't remember how you pronounce it, um, but it's a really – interesting spelling and uh you will have to look that up i'll look it up when uh smitty comes back but um the guy in charge of the group is called master so they call him master it's kind of crazy that you know we we talked about cults before it's like you take advantage i think a cult leader takes advantage of like weak-minded people because i you know and i'm not seeing you know that don't get offended, but I think that <laughs> weak-minded people generally will gravitate towards cults, right? They're looking to belong. They're looking to have um, meaning or have something to live for or whatever the motivation is. Or they were born into the cult. Um, you know, your, your parents were in there and you were born and you grew up being told something your entire life. And you're told that everybody else is weird and you're not, right? So then you're born into it. Um, but uh, it, it's just it's a crazy thing to call the guy master, you know, like you got to do you got to be his sex slave and and these are sleep not with anybody else. These are not and, ugly people. These are not. No, people not at all. Bums or down and out or uh, taking advantage of successful people. These are people that are beautiful people. These are people that are talented people. But like anybody else, just because you're beautiful, you're talented, you're successful, um, you know, you're an influenceable. Like people think. You know, um, just because, you know, 
uh, Kim Kardashian or Kanye West or any of these types of people, like they're so success- successful. Why would they listen to some wackadoo or, or this crazy person? They're, because they're human beings. They're influenceable like everybody else. And, and yeah. some people, ha- they can talk a good game. And they can get people to listen and, and, and get into things that they would never get into because they're able to talk those games, you know? And that's when you talk about these cults like this. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous, like, what's going on with some of these things. Like, so, like, uh, the chick from Smallville, she was, like, accused of, like, basically sex trafficking because she would, like, influence these females to come to this group and it's about women's empowerment. And then all of a sudden it turns into you're fucking the leader of the clan. Is really what it comes down to, but she fell for it too. So she's out there like repping for this guy about like all these things that really don't matter. Only the really thing, the end game of it is just to fuck these chicks. You know what I mean? And it and it, and it's crazy that he was able to get yeah. like celebrities. So there's two things going on. Either these two, either uh, either um, these people are weak minded, or that leader is slinging some good dick, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> possible. That's possible, man. He's laying the pipe. Maybe laying he's the like, pipe he's right. Laying the pipe right. You know. You know. So maybe because well, I guess the, if you're a sex cult leader and you ain't laying the pipe right, then I guess you can't be a sex cult leader because then who they're gonna believe into? If you're like, oh, this is the master, and then the master is putting it down like a master. <laughs> <laughs> well, the group's called uh, the group's called Nexium, and it's pronounced or it's spelled N X I. VM and uh, the actress from Smallville, her name was Allison Mack, right? Um, and that, yeah, that's who it is. So the the guy leading it was called Keith Rainier. He's fifty seven. He was arrested too. And now I think doesn't she get like eight years in jail or something like that? I don't know exactly the details of what's going on because they're trying to figure out like how much culpability she has, you know. Uh. I know this like this chick. She, her name is Sarah Edmondson. She said one of the it's participants, participants, participants. Said she had been told uh, she would get a small tattoo as part of the initiation, but she was not prepared for what was going to happen next. Oh, they each, branded her right. Yeah, each woman was told to undress and lie on a massage table while three others restrained her legs and shoulders. According to one of them, their master, a top Nexum official named Lauren Salzman, instructed them to say, Master, please brand me. It would be an honor. <laughs> what the fuck? A female sick people, man. Dude, a female doctor proceeded to use a cauterizing device to sear a two inch square symbol each woman's hip. A procedure that took 20 to 30 minutes for hours, muffled screams, and the smell of burning tissue filled the room. I wept the whole time, Miss Edmondson said. Wait a minute. I disassociated out of my body. (laughs) How do you get fucking branded for two hours? Well, I guess. Dude, it was was fucking. It was a process because they probably had some like religious thing behind. Okay, it okay. It, I'm, like, I'm thinking yeah. like they got the fucking hot metal. Like it would cool down eventually. Oh, <laughs> they would no, have to no, fucking like, heat know, that like, shit back up. No, they're yeah, talking man. about like there's probably a whole ritual behind it. They had to light some candles. Some people got to rip some things, light some things on fire. You know, the right? Whole, yeah, the, yeah. People yeah. are so fucking gullible, man. You do so, a couple ceremonies and shit, and people start getting really hooked in. And I'm not even talking about religious people. 
because religion is super powerful and there's a lot of stuff behind it, but there's just some shit that's ridiculous. There's like, you know, some people just think that they're better cons than others, you know, like some people think <laughs> like the, you know, the, the Christian or the Catholic or the Muslim religion is a better con than some of the other ones. But, um, but this shit is just absolutely ridiculous. You know, um, it's like since, since the nineties an estimated 16,000 people have enrolled in courses over, offered by Nexum pronounced Nexum, which it says, which it says are designed to bring about greater self-fulfillment by eliminating psychological and emotional barriers. Most participants take some workshops like the group's executive success programs and res and, and resume their lives. But other people have become drawn more deeply to Nexum, giving up careers, friends and families to become followers of its leader. Keith Rainier, who's slinging the good dick, who is known within the group as Vanguard. That's the only <laughs> way, man, because there's no normal people who are going to give up this shit. You know, like, right. you can't. So either you're slinging the dick or you got a hell of a talking. You know what I'm saying? It's one or the other. It's got to uh, be. Maybe it's both, man. Maybe, maybe it's, it's both. both. Maybe it's, for some people, maybe it's both. Maybe some people are in there like, man. This dude, I don't really believe what he's saying, but he's just really hitting it right now. So maybe I'll just stick around a little longer, see what's happening. <laughs> you know? Or yeah, maybe maybe, or maybe they're not, you know, getting cheated right at home. Oh shit. But you know what? You gotta have a healthy relationship of both if you're running the cult, I think. You have Yo, to have somebody shoot me. Yeah, let's run. Let's go. Let's keep moving this way. There's some people that I think absolutely need to be completely invested in a cult for it to be able to work. So you need the hardcore users that believe at the core, but those people, you can't really different. Like you gotta, like if you're a fake dude and you're running a cult, you have to have believers that believe in you and you have to like, to them, you have to prove it. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to yeah. be the fucking, like the real deal. But then there's other people who you can manipulate a little bit more and maybe like let loose of some of those types of things, you know what I mean, to get what you want psychologically, because that's what it seems to be happening here. Because for you to be able to, like, spread that shit to other people, you have to not only be getting the dick, but you also have to be able to believe in the message. So you need a little bit of both, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's, uh, ultimately, like, cause that's ultimately what's happening. Like, you got someone that's, like, a legit success. Like, this person worked hard, and, like, they're on, a, like, a famous TV show now, and they're out trying to get celebrities to come in to this cult. You know what I mean? It's, like, very, mm -hmm. very weird. Yeah. This is, like, happening in today's age, man. Like, people don't realize this. They think, oh, well, it's just crazy people. It's not just, well, who knows? Yeah, maybe they're all crazy. But what I'm saying is it's not just crazy people. People could be influenced in a lot of different ways. And I can tell you that. And the reason why I could tell you that is because years ago, you didn't see this much divide in this country when it came to a lot of things. I've seen a lot of people recently go back to politics. People, people that we were supposed to like our generation, right? Like I'm 33 years old. Our generation was supposed to be the new generation that was supposed mm -hmm. to change things. And we really haven't. What we've found out that we've really, especially recently with the political atmosphere that's going on right now, we've kind of gone back to like how we used to go do things. Like you follow your parents. We're doing that a lot more than you see in a lot of different ways, man. I know people that the way that they think is completely different than I knew who they were. 
and even their life experiences mm-hmm. wouldn't even change them that much because just these little these little twerks, these little these little twists and knobs here, things have changed. I've seen people do yeah. that, you know. Well, J- James Smith Fitness says, being around the fitness community and bodybuilding world, I hear stories of gay for pay, and it does happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard bodybuilders talk about S and M. Yeah. It does happen. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yo, where did that even come from, dude? Hold on. I don't know, man. James, what yeah. are you talking about right now? We, well, no, no. He's talking. He's talking. He's, talk, <laughs> he's talking about like you know the cult sex shit and all Listen, that stuff. Listen, you got. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just trying to see because I don't really think that's the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm out here drinking yeah. the Jameson right now. This is my last day of drinking for the next month as we do this. And now I'm just looking here, and you're talking about some some story for gay, gay for, for pay. pay. That's a lot different than a cult, man. Oh, see. Oh, oh shit. You see? Somebody Listen, here. That didn't come from me, okay? Do not. What? Because I didn't say that gay people are the reason why they're gay is because of a cult mentality. <laughs> so that's on James Smith Fitness. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just messing around here. That's not what James Smith Fitness meant. Please subscribe to James Smith Fitness. He's letting you know all the bullshit, all that knowledge out there that's going on, that bodybuilders think this is the way how we should we should build muscle. He's out there trying to tell these people, nah, this is not how we're doing it. This is the proper way to build muscle. And you could check out his physique. You could check out the way he got to where he was at. And not just only that, he's also got family that's promoting him too. And they're also living a lifestyle of fitness too. So... Um, definitely check out James Smith Fitness. He's gonna he's gonna bring you where you need to go as far as the right way to think and, and talk about fitness. So no, nah, I'm not trying to throw that on you, but at the same time, I'm in the I'm in the fitness pizza in my mouth, man. I'm hungry. No, hungry. <laughs> That's because you're not drinking, man. Listen, you said you were gonna drink with me, man. This is the last Tuesday, man. Nothing, man. Nothing. No, man. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm getting jump started, man. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting jump started 24 hours earlier. Okay, I could be. Dead. No, I didn't, I didn't drink since Saturday. <laughs> oh, so I don't want to fuck. Jump. The... Oh yeah, baby. Well, we could yeah. do, we could do that then. But tonight, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself right where I need to be. Uh, do for, it for this. Are you are you in the same game? I don't even see you. Where are you at? Yeah, man. We're in the same game. Oh, you at the Are oh, you at the house over there? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to make sure. Yeah. But yeah, are you guys subscribed? You got this. Right you got distracted by that gay for pay. No, <laughs> gay for pay. the gay for pay definitely distracted me. Is that yeah. I'm like I'm trying to make sure I didn't say anything super insensitive. I'm not trying to wind no, up. No, we're good. I'm we're I'm good. not trying to M- hey. I'm not trying to end up on MSNBC or am I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you is take he that. Tweaking? Is he tweaking? Um. Uh. So James James Smith Fitness says it's not the same thing, but it is a cult following. There is a whole cult situation of bodybuilders asking for favors for money and steroids. So yeah, that's crazy, man. It's a whole. That's a. Whole I thing. guess. I guess you're willing to do anything to bring it to that next level. Hey, man. Yeah, I guess you got to take it to the next level. You know, I actually heard like back in the day, not so much now, um, but I heard back in the day that like when you first like, because everyone like every guy like that watches porn is like, oh yeah, whatever. That's awesome. Be a porn star. But I heard a lot of times to get started in porn where you can actually do something and, like, be something decent. You got to do gay yeah, scenes. Yeah, you got to start I heard that doing too. gay scenes and shit. And for females, it's a lot easier because they don't mind it. And socially, it's more acceptable 
for two females to touch on each other than it is two males. And so, right. so it makes it easier, um, not only socially, but psychologically, because that's what you grow up thinking, you know, as a young female, as a young male, um, when you grow up through middle school and high school, and there's all these different sayings and different things, um, everybody's into, oh, girl on girl action. Oh, kiss your best friend. Like even girls, I, I can't tell you how many times you hang out with females and you hang out with females and, and guys when they're younger. And it's like, oh, why don't you kiss her? Or like, you know. And just, they do it. Yeah. And they do it. And a lot of times they yep. do it. And a lot of times they do it. And it's just like, oh, it's an exciting, fun thing. And it doesn't mean anything. And girls get changed in front of each other. That's another thing that's like stigmatized. Like guys getting changed in front of each other. We don't really do that. Where girls, they could change in front of each other, even when they don't even know each other that 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 well, and still not feel as much intimidized. Intimidation is, I guess, if that's a word, um, as guys do. And it's just so it's interesting, man, to see to see that you know to see the dynamics of that. You know what I mean? Like to see how that yeah. plays out. It's crazy. He's sauce. What's up? He's sauce. He's right there. Oh, oh no, there he is. I can't even play this game right now. Get him, Thomas. Get him. Damn it. Fuck this game. We're done with this game. We're done with this podcast. Thanks for everybody checking in. We tried our best to give you a win, but we couldn't deliver once again. It's sad. We got placed 21, though. Yeah, yeah, 21. (laughs) We did much better earlier. But, hey, listen, we're here. We're doing it. Episode 28. Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. Thank you guys for checking in. Please share it when you see it. Um, please ch- keep checking in. Keep talking to us. Keep uh, letting us know what you think and what we could do to improve the show and keep it going. Um, but, yeah, Tank, you got anything else you want to say? No, same same thing we always say. You know, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, make sure you check out James Smith Fitness. He's actually my cousin. Uh, so check it out or you're going to not – you're going to get in trouble by somebody. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be somebody. But, yeah, check him out. Um, and that's it. Keep listening. Give us your thoughts. If you want to hear us talk about the topic or if you think we should split the podcast up, maybe do a game one, not a game one, let us know. Check in next time. Share it with your friends. And uh, I think we're going to have to do another painting giveaway something soon. So uh, maybe we'll do that again Justin soon. We'll talk about that. Justin is not invited in this one because he turned away half of the giveaway um, just because he has just because you have too many paintings doesn't mean you could switch in and out why don't you take one painting down put one painting up for a couple months and then switch it back and forth you know change it like the, like with the seasons you yeah know? man you know? like that's how paintings are yeah. supposed to be anyway so Justin you're out of the running for the paintings anyways but <laughs> I got your photo though now it's, it's going to be nice weather soon so I can go out there and take a picture he wants a picture of the bull the, the stock market bull in lower Manhattan. Oh yeah. So he yeah, wants yeah. a picture of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send that to him. I'm going to get you. He just wants to, t- he wants to look at those nuts. Yeah. Man, well, I'm going to get nuts. him a couple pictures. I'm going to get him. I'm, I'm going to get a couple pictures from the side, the front and the back where the nuts come down to determine which one I'm going to send to Justin. I'm not saying which one it's going to be, but wink, 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 wink. Um, but uh, yeah, you're going to catch those balls, Justin. I'm definitely going to send you a picture of the bull's balls. So, you know, I don't know if he's listening right now. He could be listening. There's two people listening right now, I know for a fact. It could be one of them, but it is kind of late. I think he might be sleeping, but either way, I don't know. We'll surprise him. I'll be a nice guy, and I'll give him what he wants. Thank you. Late Night Cypher, Tank and Smitty. Please subscribe. If you're on iTunes, I know you guys are out there. You have iPhones. Don't fucking lie to me. I know you have iPhones. Everyone has iPhones when I look around. 
go to um, your your podcast section um, and on iTunes and download it. Download Late Night Cipher with Tank and Smitty. If yeah, check it out. If you're on YouTube, youtube.com slash practice space films or just search practice space films and please add us to the list google music late night cypher with tank and smitty it's that easy overcast late night cypher with tank and smitty that's how easy it is subscribe share it with your friends let's get this going let's blow this fucking shit up man let's have a good time with it let's blow it up let's meet new people let's have interesting conversations we're all a family here um, we're all having a good time and I love sharing with people and it's a, a big part of my life and I really enjoy it. Let's keep it going. Let's share with more people and get some cooler stuff on here. Keep it rolling. Late Night Cypher, Tank and Smitty, episode 28. We will see you next Tuesday. Peace. Next Tuesday. Peace. Later.